Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Rural Limerick councillors have been expressing their anger over the proposed new county development plan, which they claim will prohibit the building of one-off houses. At a meeting of the Economic Development SPC, held online for the very first time, some councillors threatened to boycott the process of agreeing the county development plan altogether, claiming it would be another nail in the coffin for rural Limerick. I'm joined this morning by councillors Liam Galvin and Stephen Keary. Good morning to you both. Morning, Gillian. Morning, Gillian. Um, firstly, uh, Liam, what exactly is your issue with the county development plan? Gillian, uh, thanks and good morning, listeners, and thanks for uh, for giving us the time. Maybe I, I wasn't expecting to do this, but um, I'm delighted to get the opportunity because I think the public really need to know what's going. Really need to know what's going on. Um, the reason that I'm and I'm not boycotting the, the county development plan is, as a matter of fact, I'm going to take very much part in in facilitating the uh, the county development plan because I want to, there are aspects that I want to get involved in. However, there is one massive part to this county development plan that if we adopt the new county development plan, unless you have a social and economic need, you will not be allowed to build a house in rural Ireland, in rural county Limerick, and we'll deal with Limerick. Um, now, we have to define what does social and economic needs mean. I, I spoke with senior planners inside in the council and rural and, and social economic needs. And just to put it in layman's terms is, if you have a farm and land and you have two or three sons or daughters, the only one person that will be farming that land is only entitled to build on that land. You're, you're not allowed to build. So in other words, we're essentially quenching once-off rural housing by adopting this new county development plan. And why am I against it? If you look at the towns and villages that I represent, our sewage systems are at Creek and Pint, with the exception of a few. Okay, Athea's sewage treatment plant is after being upgraded. But if you go along to the other rural villages and in the larger towns, for example, the town that I'm living in, Abbey Field, go down to Newcastle West, every one of those sewage treatment plants are at capacity, are at Creek and Pint. And now what we're saying is, you can't build in the country, you can build in the town, but we have no sewage treatment plant for you. So I do think this is this is well before time. This needs to be stopped, and unfortunately, this is out of our control. If we adopt the new county development plan, we're going to have to implement the new legislation. Whereas, if we roll over the old county development plan, I hope listeners understand what I'm saying. Our county development plan at the moment is running from 2010 to 2016. So we are operating off of the county development plan from 2010 to 2016. It's four years out of date. And this county development plan is functioning quite adequately. <clears throat> what I would say is, if there are any small changes to be made to the county development plan, it should be brought to the municipal districts and it should be brought to the metropolitan area and let us make the minor amendments. If we, if, if we adopt the new county development plan from 2020 to 2026, it will be a, or 21 to 26, we will have to implement a new legislation which will effectively wipe out once-off rural housing. And me, and I'll say this quite clearly, and I, the CEO is made aware of this, the senior planners are made aware of it. Under no circumstances will I be supporting the county development plan in implementing that. What I will do is I will take part in facilitating the county development plan and all the other aspects of it. But I will not be implementing the legislation as it is. And, you know, the all deputies are made quite aware of this and the senators that came around and the Senate campaign that came around. I've been well tipped off from this. 
and I spoke with Councillor Keary there this morning and, 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 and I think we're singing off the one hymn sheet really what we need to do is the programme for government has been finalised the coming days maybe today unless this forms part of the programme for government I will have no hand at the part to play in it okay. because I... this is singly the biggest this is our roadmap Gillian this is our roadmap for the next yeah. five years and under no circumstances can I turn around and tell the people that I represent under no circumstances can you build a house in Northern County Limerick. I don't think that would be fair to me. I don't think it would be fair to anybody else. And I would not do it. And I think the sooner the people, the the, the doll deputies that are implementing the legislation in, 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 in Dublin, come back to reality and see exactly what's happening on the ground. The only show in town at the moment, and I'll finish up on this, the only show in town at the moment is the ones off rural house. I don't see any housing estates being developed at the moment. Okay. Councillor Keary, this, you know, I suppose that the argument over one-off housing is one that has existed for decades in this country. Um, it seems now, if uh, what Councillor Galvin is telling us is true, is that this is supposed to put the the last nail in the coffin for one-off housing. It, it is. Is, um, you, <coughs> is your issue the same as Councillor Galvin's? Is it sewage schemes? Is that the only problem? Like well, if they. Yeah, but if it, I were to wave goes, a magic that's wand part, that's and part give of the of the problem, Julian, uh, but like it goes beyond that. And you know, when when we adopted the last um, uh, the Cardinals County Development Plan, which is four years out of date now, we, we adopted it in, in November two thousand and ten. We fought for for weeks and months, and Councillor Gavin was part of the the fight to get the the policies and 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 the the the, the, the various objectives. Uh, to satisfy, particularly we're we're both rural um, councillors, and to try and get that. And like the the a, a local rural, rural person is a person that you know the council recognises the need of local, local rural people who wish to live and work in the area in which they grew up. Now that that was that's the first line from paragraph three nine two of the of the of the Curtin County Development Plan, and you know a person. I, I'm, there are more than farmer sons and daughters um, affected by this. The, the whole rural uh, network and the whole rural framework are affected by this um, this um, piece of, of legislation. And uh, it's actually the, the national policy objective number 19 in the, in the 2040 national planning framework, which is mitigating against rural dwellers or rural sons and daughters of, of, of rural people. Um, I had a situation uh, as, as back just in the last couple of months where... A chap had been granted planning permission by Limerick City and County Council after a number of attempts, and on a half acre, which was uh, it was a the old original house was an acre, um, the cottage was an acre, and they subdivided it uh, by taking out a half acre and applying for a permission for a house for his son, uh, and uh, he was successful. And there was a third party objection uh, sent in by a local neighbour, and and. Um, the Ambor Penale upheld the objection because um, they followed the guidelines of the, of the current or of the new proposed um, um, 2040 framework uh, under policy 19 and, and refused his permission. Now, this to me is, is absolutely is, 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 is criminal because this chap was born and reared at this location. He's, just, he's about 25 or 6 years of age. He was born and reared at, 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 on, on the field of where he was looking for to build a house. And he was denied. He was denied it. Yeah, but his neighbour had the right to to refuse as well. His neighbour had, had the right to refuse on on on, on his own on his own um, terms. But 
and Borpanala were totally uh, wrong to refuse that, that planning permission uh, on the basis on which they did, which was the policy objective number 19 of the National Planning Framework, which mitigates against um, when it, where it, it expressly said that um, the person wasn't um, making his living. It says, having regard to the documentation submitted with the application and appeal, including the correspondence from various dates, which is not an now the day. <clears throat> and specifically noting that the applicant's work is not an agricultural-based activity, is stated to be countrywide. Now, the, the chap was working in the countryside at various locations in the type of civil engineering work he does. But the fact that he wasn't a farmer, he was, he was, um, he was, um, it was, it was, it came as, as a mark against him and he was refused his planning. So what do you do, like, in the future, like? So, Liam, okay. if I were to to wave a magic wand and give a sewerage scheme to all the, the towns and villages in County Limerick that needed it to have the housing estates built, would you be happy then for them to ban no. one-off housing? That's not uh, Gillian, that, Gillian, that, that, I that would never happen, uh, Gillian, because, you know, listen, Irish Water were established a number of years ago and the, the whole idea maybe wasn't a bad idea to have a separate utility to run it more efficiently and, and, and the like. But unfortunately, the people objected to the, the terms and conditions of Irish water and they wouldn't allow them to collect revenue for the water. So the Irish water have no revenue, they have no money for capital investment and the, the sewers in the towns and villages are, are never, never going to be built. Okay, Not- I, I take that point, but I suppose I'm asking Councillor Galvin here because I'm trying to get to, to the nub of this. Is it just about the sewerage schemes? Is that- no, Gillian, it, no, it certainly isn't. It certainly isn't. I think the people... Look, providing you com- comply with the guidelines that the county development plan sets out, you should be allowed. You should be allowed the opportunity, if you desire, to build in rural Ireland. That's all I'm saying. Now, that magic wand that you're speaking about, let's be very, very honest about it and be clear about it. If you're living in Templet Lantern at the moment, there, are, there is no housing development in Templet Lantern, <coughs> for example. It's quite a large area. So the young generation there now, we're now telling them they can't build in rural county, in, in, in rural Templet Lantern. We're now telling them that there isn't a housing estate in Lantern to live in. And we're now telling them the only place that you can go and live is inside in the larger towns, providing there are houses available. Now, this is going to have a knock-on effect, and this is why I want people to, you know, to understand. Our schools, our primary schools, are going to be closed down if we cannot have children to go to these, young, these, small, these smaller schools. Secondly, look at the GA clubs throughout the country, and I know how much people are missing their GA over the past three months. If we continue on the road that we're going, we're going to we're going to absolutely close down the smaller GA clubs. We're going to close down the smaller schools, and I think that is morally wrong. Now, the only solution to this is, and it's very very simple, the county development land that we're operating at the moment, right, needs needs to be amended. Certainly does. There's lands that need to be rezoned. There's lands that need to be dezoned. But we need to keep the policy that's there. Implementing the, the policy that the department. Uh, of housing want to implement is going to close down effectively. It's going to close down rural Ireland. Not alone will the people have a chance to live in their parish. Not have a chance to live in their parish. They'll have to move to a town. And I and, and there's plenty of examples of that throughout County Limerick. Okay. And the TDs are the people that now need to look at this. This is going to stage the program for government is being is being discussed with the over the past week or ten days, and it's going to. Be, yeah, and, and you say that, the, the TDs um, need to look at it. But I want to ask Councillor Keery, the pair of you are Fine Gael. 
Yes. Your constituency had two Fine Gael TDs in the last government. Yeah. You have a junior minister as well, a Minister of State, Patrick O'Donovan. Have you discussed this with him? Because according to those uh, Fine Gael national representatives, this Project Ireland 2040 was the best thing since sliced bread. Well, it's not, and then it turned out not to be. And, you know, there was very little dialogue between councillors and, and directors members in the whole process, and, and which is always the case with, with most legislation in this country. We, we have very little input. But I can tell you, Gillian, that we, we will have an input into the formation or who, who forms the, the next government, that, that's hopefully, which is almost um, complete. The, the, the discussions are almost complete. But, like, as regards, I will not be supporting the, the formation of a government unless they give a commitment um, to um, look at that policy, particularly the ones that I mentioned, um, where, where the policy objectives were, where, where single, the, the, the rural people are, are, being, are not being uh, singled out and. and um, they're being discriminated against. So um, this, co- this this whole issue, like you know, if we think back a couple of weeks, uh, when in the height of, of COVID, where were the where were the major problems? They were in the centres of, of, of very high dense um, population centres, um, and you know we, we, there was very little cases in, in rural county Limerick. There were the other one here and there, but it's all down to the fact that we weren't living on top of each other. And I think if Planning, you know, if, if they look at, at, at um, planning uh, for rural uh, development, there are ways and means around the elimination of, of, um, of ribbon development, you know, by, by farming uh, small clusters of five, six or ten houses inside in a large field with, with its own independent treatment system and have it properly um, maintained and properly, properly vetted and, and properly overseen seen, uh, at the outset. So, like, there there are ways and means of of, of giving the opportunity uh, for rural de- development in the future. But I would say that there is approximately two years to go in the life of of this uh, existing county development plan uh, before the, the new uh, plan is adopted. It's, it's, it's a 99-week period. I would advise all young people from the age of 18 onwards to try and identify a site and get the consent of, of a local landowner and get a planning permission okay. for it. And, and the reason being, they will get five years out of, of that, that planning permission. They will get another five years by extension. So they, they would have ten years in which to give them the opportunity to build their house if, if right. they so desire. Uh, Liam, can you tell me what stage we're at? Like, I mean, if you refuse to sign off on this, does that mean we just indefinitely get left with the, the one that's out of date since 2016? Gillian, can I just make two quick points, right? The first point I want to make is, if, for example, you're given, if a young couple, uh, they're living inside in the housing estate, and if they need to move out to rural county Limerick, for example, because of a child, a newborn child or a child with learning difficulties, because the child needs space, open space to run around and play around, right? That family are now not going to be given the opportunity to, to, buy a, to buy a site out in rural county Limerick. And this is what I'm on about. There's medical needs here as well that need to be taken into account, and they're not. That's the first point. The second point is, on board Penal are now operating off of, the new, off of the new legislation. So our planning authority are operating off of the county development plan, and they're granting planning permission. If there's an objection, if that is appealed to the board, the boards are operating off of the new, off of the new guidelines. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes you'll see there'll be planning permission granted by the local authority. If it's, a, if it's objected to and appealed to the board, the board can overturn the, the planner's decision based on the new legislation only. So that's the first point. The other two points I want to make. To answer your question regarding the county development plan, 
I was told the last day in the, the Zoom meeting, and by the way, I, I want to say this, the Zoom meeting is not a suitable forum for um, such a large document like this because this is singularly the most important document in any five-year period that any council will adopt. We're, we're operating off for county development plan that's nearly five years out of date at the moment, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why fix it when it's not broken? Our county development plan is quite adequate, and we rolled it over. I asked the question the last day quite specifically to the senior planner at the Zoom meeting, which is recorded. I asked, can we not roll over the county development plan again for another five-year period? And the answer I was given was no. But yes, we can. Yes, we can over we can roll over the county development plan. But the CEO has the power. If we do not support the county development plan in the current in the format that they want to adopt, the CEO can bring in the county development plan in the way that he seems fit. And if that happens, if that does happen, which I firmly believe this is a big possibility, because there are a lot more councillors, by the way. Um, it's not just myself and Councillor Keery that are opposed to this. I do know that the chairman of our planning SPC, Councillor Eddie Ryan, who I have great respect for, um, is, is opposed to adopting the new county development plan in the format that they want to adopt it. If that happens, if the CEO adopts the county development plan against the wishes of the councillors, well, then effectively our council is defunct. Our council is gone. Yeah, Councillor Keery, that, if that happens, it, may, it does seem Sorry. like councillors have no power whatsoever. Well, you know, effectively they don't have any power, and this is why I mean I was saying that we should there should be more devolved power coming down from central government to to the local level um, to be able to to Peter the, the manager, and and this is you know part of the reason why I support the the, the whole the mayoralty the the, the new um, proposal to elect having a directly elected mayor who will effectively be the, the the new chief executive of Limerick City and County Council, and he'll be an elected member. So it will be I think it will be. There will be more oversight, and you know you'll be able to take the executive more to task in in doing in 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 that kind of operation. Because currently, the manager can veto the the the, the decision of a council, of the council members. So, uh, I would hope that it wouldn't get to that, and I, I would hope that common sense would pre- would prevail, and and that, that as I said, that they the would tweak the, the the issues that are what council governments ever are discussing there as well, and it's only. It's mainly to do with the local rural person. It's only one very, very minute part of, of this uh, 2040 planning framework, but it affects rural councillors throughout the 26 counties of Ireland. And I would ex- ask my colleagues in Fine Gael and or my colleagues in all other parties and none to support uh, both myself and Councillor Galvin and asking for, for change to this objective, objective policy objective number 19 of the National Planning Framework. OK, and just very briefly, Councillor Keery, when are we likely to see this come to a head? When does it need to be signed off on? I would say it's a 99-week process and it has just, I don't know, has it, has it commenced or about to commence in the next, Councillor Galvin might be able to clarify that, but it's only just about to commence. So it's a long process, it's a long strategy process with many, with many um, milestones along the way. Okay, but I suppose, Councillor Gavin, you'd be recommending anybody who wants planning permission for a one-off house, they'd want to get in soon. There's one other thing, Gillian, before when I have the opportunity to to say it over the air, and that is the whole issue of protected structures. And this is another thing that's coming. Now, people have the opportunity now to to commence the delisting of of protected structures because there are a lot of them throughout the county and throughout Ireland that are not viable. And, you know, this is the opportunity for people to have this 
a virgin maybe sitting inside in their yard, like a dirty thatched house that's, that's fallen in and it's still on the, on the register of protected structures and it is um, preventing them from from clearing up their, their properties and, and, you know, and um, maybe making more use and better use of, of, their, of their space. Okay. And it is an opportunity now for, for people to get the farms and have the buildings delisted or if they if the so desire, if they have a building that's of potential or they think that it should be on the list of protected structures, go and make an application to have it listed. Right. We do have to leave it there for this morning. Thank you very Gillian, much. Thank you. Can I just say this, Gillian, right? And I want to, and I will very briefly. Yes, Gillian. But for the COVID, right, we'd have this issue brought to the full council back in February, but since we had no meeting, right, there's a motion gone in by my good self from the data that I learned of this massive change. I have a motion gone into the council looking for, for this to be changed, and I've been asked to be circulated to all local authorities and all Dáil deputies, bar none, right, because this is out of our control. This is, and this is not a blame game. I'm not blaming anyone. If, if there's anyone to blame here, it's my, if, okay. if, if, if it's my own government that, I, that I'm part of, right? This needs to be changed. And look, as I say, the next full meeting we have, we have a motion that's going to be put to the full uh, elected members to be sent to our local authorities and hopefully that will work. And I'll ask finally that the public please get behind us here in this and and, and contact their doll deputies, bar none, as I say, to ask them to reverse the decision that's made to the detriment of rural Ireland. Councillor Liam Galvin and Stephen Carey, thanks very much for joining us on Limerick today. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.